Little honeybees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to a Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets, and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to a Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, a show that I created to put a spotlight on the people of Tennessee who produce, prepare, and preserve our foods and agricultural products, often with that Appalachian flavor. This is your hostess and producer, Amy Campbell. Today, I wanted to start off the show with some solutions to food scarcity in this strange new reality that we're all living in. And we also visit today with farmer Adam Cottrell of Sugar Tree, together with Chef Trevor Stockton of the restaurant at RT Lodge. Well, first off, let me share with you some information for food access, and then we'll hear the interview with Adam and Trevor. It is so deeply troubling that our food service industry friends are going through such a tough time and so many of us are without a paycheck and uh, grocery store shelves are bare and it's my hope that this information I'm sharing here at the top of the show will help you and your family. I'm calling this segment of the show Farmers and Food to the Rescue, Food Triage, Episode 3. And for this day, April 4th of 2020, I'll share names of farmers who are offering direct sales straight off their farms, names of food banks and places to get emergency food, a market that's opening this upcoming week for the first time this season, and information about restaurants in our area offering call-ahead and curbside pickup, and also names of places that are preparing entire meals for call-ahead curbside pickup, and some with deliveries. Here we go! Let's start off with food banks. First off, for whatever reason you may find that you're unable to buy food for yourself or your family, here are a few places that can help. Second Harvest, East Tennessee, and they themselves could use some help in the form of donations if you're able for their increased demand. The Love Kitchen in downtown Knoxville, and they don't just offer food there at the Love Kitchen, they also um, deliver thousands of meals on wheels. The Community Food Connection in Maryville, Tennessee is open three days per week, and for this place you've got to show evidence of three months of residency with a utility bill or some such thing like that, so be sure and gather that stuff up before you go over there so you're not frustrated. Also, in Blank County, there are two different churches, New Providence Presbyterian Church and the Methodist Church, and they both serve dinner to everyone and anyone's welcome in their program called the Welcome Table. And let's talk about direct sales from farmers. 
In an effort to encourage us to all stay healthier and stay out of the grocery stores, I wanted to read off a few names of farmers in our area who are offering direct sales straight from their farms, Uh, many with online ordering and lots of them deliver to homes or businesses with prearranged locations and coordinated times. This is just a partial list and for a comprehensive list of farmers who offer direct from the farm sales, almost everybody in the area is listed at nourishknoxville.org. Bales Farms in Mossheim, Tennessee, with online ordering, pastured pork, beef, chicken, and eggs, and they also deliver to Knoxville on Wednesdays at the Three Rivers Market. Century Harvest Farm in Greenback, Tennessee, with grass-fed beef and charcuterie, with online ordering, and they also have a Century Harvest Box. And sales from their Century Harvest Box go to support their 40-day workforce development program called From the Ground Up. Crooked Road Farm, owner Johnny Buchanan in South Knoxville, has large amounts of pasture-raised eggs, along with pork sausage, from his own pigs that he's raised on his farm. And his farm stand is open at Widow French Road in South Knoxville, weekdays 4 to 5. And I wanted to also let you know that Johnny had planned on expanding his egg sales to restaurants this season, and several of them have had to close. And for that reason, he will be overrun with laying hens in a few weeks. Therefore, he's making plans for selling off some of his pullets. He'll start selling them when they're about 17 weeks old, and they typically start laying between 20 to 22 weeks old. The breed is Red Sex Link and Brown Comets, and they are brown egg layers. So that gives us all time to build our chicken coops and our chicken runs before buying some of those hens off Johnny. And I'd like to share a good story about Johnny Buchanan that happened this past week. There's an organization called the Society of St. Andrews, or SOSA, and their volunteers glean fresh fruits and vegetables from all over the area to share with neighbors in need. And that doggone Johnny Buchanan donated 250 dozen farm fresh eggs to SOSA, and it went out to people who are in need. And that's just a good story, and I wanted to share that with you. Okay, Hoodley Creek Farm raises lamb and uh, they're a century farm and they were just featured in pick tn products lick skillet farm in newmarket tennessee has just picked up a new load of beef from the processor on thursday and they should soon have that all sorted out and counted and able for you to order online on sundays they have a direct from the farm pickup and they have pork beef and pastured eggs and they ask that you please call ahead to check on inventory and order online and schedule a drive through farm pickup at their place up there in Newmarket, Tennessee. Zavell's Family Farm from Blaine, Tennessee has posted their produce and meat list for week two of direct farm pickups. I generally see that on Instagram. They do not keep produce that's picked and sitting around, but rather they ask that you look at their list and they go pick it fresh for you by calling ahead and placing your order and arranging a farm pickup time from their farm in Blaine. Their meats include pork cuts, sausage patties, link sausage, ground pork, soup bones, and beef. They have roasts, steaks, and ground beef, and oxtail, and bratwurst, and all kinds of stuff. And Zavell's Family Farms will also be at the Ebenezer 
farm market that is opening this upcoming week. And I know of two farmer's markets that are opening today. This morning at 9 a.m. in Blount County at Southland Books and Cafe, there will be a drive through pop-up farmer's market with fresh baked goods from the cafe and fresh green vegetables from Four Daughters Farm of Wallen, Tennessee. The Nourish Knoxville Winter Market will take place today, April the 4th from 10 until 2 at Central United Methodist Church at 201 East 3rd Avenue in downtown Knoxville in a modified safe form to provide a safe way to shop for groceries. They will be limiting the amount of shoppers at the market to 50 people and they ask for help from you in these ways to please contact your favorite vendor ahead of time to place your order and pay. So that limits your amount of time in the market. Please stay home if you are sick and please send one healthy person in to do the shopping. The opening day of the Ebenezer Road Market operated by Farm in West Knoxville will take place this upcoming week, April the 7th from 3 until 6, and it will be ongoing every week for this season. The historic Oak Ridge Farmer's Market, operated by this same outfit, will have its opening day Saturday, April the 11th, and after that, it'll be open every Saturday from 8 until 12. Their Hardin Valley Road Market will not open until May the 7th. And in terms of restaurants, so many of our beloved restaurants are now operating in this strange new environment with call-ahead ordering and curbside pickup, and some of them are delivering. For instance, Holly's Gourmet Market on Kingston Pike, you can call ahead and come by and pick it up. And even Pete's Coffee Shop downtown is doing the same. And Cruise Farm Dairy is even going around with their modern-day rolling store and delivering products to their customers. And last week, Adopo Pizza in downtown Knoxville completely sold out of pizzas by using their call-ahead curbside pickup. So basically, please call your favorite restaurant and see if they do call-ahead curbside pickup or delivery. Most of them are doing that now. And also, here's a few names of businesses that are making complete meals that you can call ahead and order ahead of time and go by and either do curbside pickup and some of these even deliver. In Blount County, two places that are doing that are the Walnut Kitchen in Maryville, Tennessee and Southland Books and Cafe, Family Meal Knox, Knox Provisions, and in Knox Provisions, you got to order that a couple days ahead of time. And Jenna Baker, who owns Cook to Be Well, is offering the Be Well box. And a note that due to the virus, Houston's Mineral Well in Newmarket, Tennessee, has had to temporarily close until this whole thing blows over. And of all these places I've mentioned, I've linked on my page at tennesseefarmtable.com. And if there was a vendor that you were hoping to hear information about or a farmer that I didn't mention, almost complete list is available at nourishknoxville.org. And today, I'd like to share an interview that I recorded earlier this month before this virus really changed the way we're all living. And this is an interview with two people who work closely with one another, the farmer and the chef. Adam Cottrell, the farmer from Sugar Tree, and Chef Trevor Stockton of the restaurant at RT Lodge. 
Sugar Tree is a farm located in Campbell County, and it's operated by Adam Cottrell and his family. His wife's name is Shelby, and Adam says that there's no way he could do what he does without her steadfast support. And Adam was one of the original vendors 15 years ago when the uh, Knoxville Market Square Farmer's Market first got started. So he's been at this a long time. Sugar Tree specializes in produce grown with sustainable growing practices. They raise heritage breeds of animals and offer a CSA. They specialize in delivering directly to chefs. And Adam likes to describe Sugar Tree's CSA as not your average CSA. And he's operating a non-binding CSA with a few spots that are still open with delivery to Blount County on Saturdays. As the season progresses, he'll have more spots that are open. And Chef Trevor Stockton believes in supporting as much as he can our regional farmers. He buys product from several growers, and he's a real fan of Sugar Tree's products. They're always unique and fresh, and he can count on the quality that Adam and Shelby produce from Sugar Tree. Chef Trevor Stockton is an immensely talented chef who's got this enthusiasm that just makes you feel better to be around. He's truly excited about creating and serving foods to guests that are fresh and focused on local ingredients and have a real inventive edge. I don't know anybody who makes better fried chicken. Behind the scenes, Trevor is one of the most supportive industry leaders in the East Tennessee area on food service, and he's always willing to share a positive word or hand to his fellow food service family when they need it. And today, I wanted to share this interview with the farmer and the chef so we can all keep in mind on helping to keep our food service friends in business and employed, and hopefully to respect and remember the important role that they play in our community and in our local economy. With the restaurant currently closed at RT Lodge for the dining service, they are now offering call-ahead curbside pickup with a menu that's online and they process the payment over the phone and their hours and phone number are listed on the podcast notes. So let's join Adam of Sugar Tree and Chef Trevor Stockton for a little visit about the farmer and the chef. Adam, I appreciate so much what you grow and can you tell us more about your farm and... Well, the farm is in the northern part of Campbell County, uh, Tennessee. Uh, my stepdad bought it in 1971. My parents were not quite married yet. In 1980, they were married, and that's when I started going to the farm in the summertime. Right now, uh, we're raising specialty crops, kind of, for chefs. It's the same type of stuff that lots of farmers grow, except kind of on a different level. Like, we grow cutting greens, but it's usually like a mustards a, and like uh, ruby streaks mustards and dragon's tongue arugula. We have like instead of green celery, we raise like pink celery and white celery or red celery, and we also grow potatoes, but not like regular potatoes. Usually, we have like red potatoes and blue Adirondacks. We're doing red Adirondacks. So we grow a lot of stuff other farmers grow, except kind of on a different level and it has to be on a different level also due to the fact that we do have kind of discerning chefs who want it to be a certain way or a certain product that they can't find at the farmer's market I think is good for a lot of them too uh so yeah 
like you're talking about discerning chefs, one of them being Trevor Stockton sitting right here. I'm and the least discerning. <laughs> I'd beg to differ on that. I, no, he he will pretty much he he takes stuff from across the board, uh-huh. uh, and like I'll be like, well, I have this thing. There's not very much of, and I haven't really put it on my fresh sheet. And he's like, yeah, just bring it, because <laughs> he's so creative. He doesn't need he has doesn't have to go by a set list of stuff which I really like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He doesn't like well I have to have this, this, this and this. He's like, Ah yeah, I wanna try that so I can maybe add this into my repertoire of doing stuff. So that's what I really like to look for in a chef is somebody who's very creative and open to new stuff and that's that's what I like to do. every year I'm trying new stuff. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy the chefs that are really open to that, and he's one of them. It's the food driving the menu, Making and the constant. seasons too. Because the like, seasons, I try not to let any of my vegetables run into what I kind of call a non-season. You know, like you're not gonna, I'm not gonna have beets in the summertime, or tomatoes in April, or you know, just stuff like that. It's all about the flavor for us and presentation you know they present it but for instance like salad greens or you know just eating greens they're not going to be full of holes and just brown tips or something like that i've been to restaurants that i serve to and i've seen them serve food right out of the thing i send it to them in because we wash it it's a very meticulous situation and they trust what i do and I, that makes me feel good, too. They're serving food right out of a container that I've sent it to them. And that is so, satisfying, isn't yeah. it? To see that whole circle. Yeah. When you first started going to that farm as a kid, well, I guess kind of a kid. Yeah, I was definitely a kid. <laughs> Did you like farming? Like, what got you into this, Adam? I took ag in junior high. I took ag from 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, and 11th grade. And then... Horticulture came, and I was I was like sixteen, and I started skateboarding, and doing different <laughs> stuff. So I kind of went off the path from there. But yeah, in the summers I'd come up there, and my parents had tobacco, so I'd help harvest tobacco and do whatever else was going on on the farm. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I just I'm an outdoorsy type of person, so most anything going on outdoors, I I like to do it. <laughs> I'm with you can't stand housework but buddy i'll be out there in that garden all day long yeah yeah well i think something else i think i should add is uh we do grow our produce quotation marks organically you know i'm not certified i used to be naturally grown certified but not just the fact that you know we go to lengths to make sure things are seasonally raised you know it's nutrition too these products we're bringing to them are whole nutritious foods you know i mean it's not just some commercially grown stuff that you spray with herbicides and pesticides just to make sure you have the product to bring to market or whatever it is you know we grow it nutritiously in beautiful fertile soil that is amended with you know true compost that we make there on the farm when you eat these products at these restaurants it's not just good it's good for you it's uh, I firmly believe that nutrition equals flavor. Um, the the more nutrition you're get, the the higher quality of produce that you're getting. What what Adam's growing, the better that soil is, 
the more nutrients they are, the more flavor there's going to be in that vegetable. And sure. I, f- I firmly believe that it is 100% true. Mm-hmm. Um, you can taste the difference. Uh, and that's why we that's why we buy stuff from, from Adam because it's you can tell the difference, not just by, I mean, you can look at it and see the quality of it, but when you taste it, and it's so, so much more than what you're expecting. When you take a bite of a piece of arugula, and I mean, I get excited when it comes in. I start, <laughs> I eat most of it as, as I'm putting it away. Most all chefs do. And I, I bring it in. And I just start handing it to every, everyone in, that's around, everyone in the kitchen. Taste this, taste this, taste this, because um, I think people need to understand the difference between uh, something that is raised and, and grown the way that they're doing versus uh, something that you would buy in the store. It's just, it's night and day. And you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. Thanks for listening in here today. We're visiting with a farmer and a chef, Adam Cottrell of Sugar Tree and Chef Trevor Stockton of the restaurant at RT Lodge. Let's hear a little bit more from them right now. You know, you were talking about uh, being under pressure for things. One of the one of the biggest things for a chef is making sure that your food cost is under control, right? Yes. Um, and people nowadays only want to spend so much money on their food, and uh, I completely understand when someone says that they can't afford to come eat at my restaurant because uh, it's not a place that, for everyone to be able to come every day. Uh, maybe it's for a special occasion or something like that. Um, and so when it comes to our food cost, it would be easy for me to order all of my produce from one company and it would be cheaper. It would make my make my job easier to do because I wouldn't have to coordinate with different farmers. At this point, I have 12, 13 something suppliers that I buy from every week. Um, if I had one place that was delivering me everything, it would make my life easier and it would make my food cost lower, but I wouldn't be doing what I wanted to do and I wouldn't be serving a quality product. Um, that's why I get so excited to use these products because it's so much different and so much better than anything else that's out there. Uh, the level of variety that we get and the care that's taken in it makes it worth it. And if that means that... I have to figure out a way to uh, cut back somewhere else. That's what I'm going to do because to me the number one thing is the food. Um, people always ask me what, what type of cuisine do you have? What kind of food do you make there? And my response, I used to never know what to say <laughs> because it's not southern food. It's not, you know, it's not a specific type of cuisine. Um, and recently I've just started saying... I try to buy the best product available and execute it really well. That's, I mean, that's about it. It's mm-hmm. the, the better product that you have. Mm-hmm. Number one, it makes my job a little easier. That's why I'm excited for spring to get here and summer to get here because it's uh, it makes my job a lot I think easier. Too, one of the things <laughs> is I've noticed other chefs saying is when you buy it from local farmers uh, like myself, for instance, the product lasts longer oh 100 percent. things that kind of works against me is my product lasts sometimes more than a week more than my next delivery date <laughs> yeah. which is fine with me i'm glad to deliver a good product that 
you can keep in your refrigerator. Mm -hmm. But I think that's one of the things too, is like, you may seem like sometimes that you're spending more money, but in the end, when the product lasts longer... You don't have to throw any of it away. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't end up throwing any of it away, so... When your stuff lasts longer, you're going to get repeat customers. If if stuff was going bad in two days because maybe it was picked in the heat of the day, uh, or maybe it's just leftover from something. Or a week ago. Yeah, you know. right. You're not going to get those people to buy from you. You're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, and today we're visiting with farmer and chef Adam Cottrell of Sugar Tree and Chef Trevor Stockton of the restaurant at RT Lodge. I wanted to feature them today to keep in mind the great importance of our farmers and the importance of our food service industry and that farmer-chef connection. Adam of Sugar Tree is currently running a non-binding CSA with a few open spots with deliveries on Saturdays to Blount County at 2 o'clock in the parking lot of RT Lodge. And with the restaurant at RT Lodge currently closed to dining service, they're offering call-ahead curbside pickup with a menu online. Their hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 12 to 8, and as always, links to all the farmers, restaurants, food banks, Sugar Tree, and the restaurant at RT Lodge, and Century Harvest Farm online ordering, always on my website, TennesseeFarmTable.com. And you know what, y'all? Since the red buds are in bloom, I thought it'd be really good to share something that is from our normal life back before this virus started. Fred Sossman is going to share a recipe from Minnie Curtis about how to make red bud jelly. The late Minnie Curtis could conjure flavor out of an old tree stump. She made meals out of things most people ignore, trample over, or discard. Minnie was the person folks around Clinch Mountain went to when they ran across a mountain wildflower they could not identify or if they needed a remedy for a baby's colic. Minnie didn't have a day of college, but she was a brilliant botanist. She acquired her knowledge by staying close to the land, listening to its rhythms, and observing its clues and signs. For the last 20 years of her life, and into her 90s, she made jelly from the blooms of redbud trees. In Appalachia, the redbud is one of the first signs of spring, its blossoms brightening the once-dormant landscape. Many describe the flavor of her redbud jelly as slightly sour and fruity. She started making it after attending the Redbud Festival, held annually since 1982 in Honeaker, Virginia. This is how Minnie Curtis made this stunningly beautiful redbud jelly. Place two cups of rinsed redbud flowers in a jar and barely cover with about two cups of boiling water. Cover and let stand for 24 hours. Strain and discard the blossoms. To two cups of the extract, add two tablespoons of lemon juice and three tablespoons of sure gel. Bring to a boil, then add two cups of sugar and boil hard for about one minute. 
pour into hot jelly glasses and seal with paraffin. For the Tennessee Farm Table, with thanks to Minnie Curtis, I'm Fred Sausman. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website, TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee, for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song. For updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording, connect with Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.